I hope you enjoyed last week's episode on what the older generation can teach us about life. If you missed it, please go back and listen to episode 57. Today I want to flip the script and talk about what the younger generation can teach the older generations. I want to focus on millennials in particular and bridging the gap between them and the older generations by letting them tell us what they think we should know from their perspectives and in their own voices. So who is considered a millennial? Millennials are the first generation that grew up in the internet age. They are the social media generation. They are extremely adaptive to technology with not just the internet, but mobile devices and social media, which is why they have sometimes been called digital natives. You are considered a millennial if you're born between the years 1981 and 1996. Millennials are the largest living generation in the United States, making up about one-fifth of the population. So they are here to stay, and they are the future. As the song says, teach them well and let them lead the way. But in order for us to teach them well, we can't assume we know what the issues are. We have to make sure we really know what they are. There's a big difference between theory and facts. What is subjective versus what is objective. What we think we know versus what we actually know. And if we don't come alongside them, listen to them, and help them, how will they be equipped to lead the way in the future? So, I asked millennials ages 23 to 38 from different parts of the country to tell the older generation what they want us to know. I asked them to answer three questions. Number one, what do you feel are some of the pressing issues your generation faces today? Number two, what do you wish the older generation knew or understood about your generation? And number three, how can the older generation be a support to you and your generation. I'm going to play a clip of some of the answers given to the questions I posed, and then I'll come back and talk about it. I definitely think one of the issues is entitlement. I just feel like our generation kind of feels like everything needs to be handed to them. They expect so much from older people when really we should just be working hard to get where we need to get. People are just growing up, just feeling like they can have their hands out all the time. I think y'all should be a little bit more considerate of the change because it's very different from what you guys experienced back then. Y'all don't really believe in the whole therapy thing. Y'all kind of laugh at it. That older generation really don't believe in that. But now, I think it's completely different and it's like it's more acceptable. People really need it. I think that the mental health is important and a lot of people laugh at it and they think that the younger generation is just being dramatic. And I think they should take it a little bit more serious because we do have it a little harder than most people. And it takes a toll on your body. It feels like you're, you have the whole world on your shoulders. And a lot of people don't believe us when we say, hey, we're going through it. And so I think that if they take that more serious, we would have less suicides 
a lot of people would be a little bit more happy with what they do instead of feeling pressured by the social media and the world and their parents on what they should do with their own life. There's a lot of people who look down on therapy and today's therapy is not because I have a it starting to go to somebody. Usually it's just, I want to talk to people doesn't know me that I'm dealing with. I just need to let it out. And sometimes you don't even need feedback. I just want to talk to somebody who doesn't have any attachment to my life. Because I'm in a different, a mental state. Sometimes you just have to release it to not get into, into that mental state. I feel like y'all are like, oh, whatever, get over it, da 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 But we don't have to get over it. I don't see the point of having to get over it. If we have feelings about it, then why not express that and try and fix that? I feel like a lot of times with child generation, y'all are just like, oh, get over it. It doesn't matter. But sweeping it under the rug isn't going to fix anything. You're still going to have those feelings about how you feel whenever you have that issue. Nowadays, everybody should be in tune with their emotions. So I think people are more sensitive now because they're offended by everything because it's promoted to be in tune with their emotions and show emotion. The older generation doesn't understand this is a completely different world that we are living in and it's not the same. So there is times where it's not fun anymore. So you do get depressed because you get going outside is not it's depressing. I'm going outside. It's depressing. Watching TV. Thing on TV can be depressing. I can't even get on TikTok for a laugh. Every time I get on TikTok, I get some sad. It's kind of like something sad. Or if you get on Instagram, you think everybody is living this great life because Instagram just nothing but highlight right. reels. So then you're not living that life. So now you feel depressed because you're like, man, why well, I'm not living like that? But you don't really realize that those people aren't really living like that either. I put me in there to make you depressed. And I recently decided that social media was the reason I was depressed a couple months ago and I got off of it and my life instantly got better. So I haven't logged back into any of my social medias except TikTok and I don't get on it long enough for me to feel depressed again. And the thing with social media is it's a choice and you can still make that choice to get off social media and take a break. And I promise if take a break your mental health will be so much better than just going on it every day and then getting sad because you see all this stuff that you can't have or can't do as you can tell from the clip if we ask and really listen millennials have much to say the clip also proves that the older generation has much to learn in order to bridge the generational gap and divide between us and the younger generations as we heard in the clip, millennials have concerns about the cost of living, making decent wages to keep up just like the rest of us. They are aware of some of the issues within their generation, such as entitlement, and they want us to know that mental health is important to them, and they don't attach shame or stigma to seeking help or to talking about their mental or emotional states. They want the older generation to take mental health seriously, especially when it comes to them. And, you know, they want us to stop telling them that they'll be fine or that their problems aren't a big deal. We have to reach out to younger generations. We have to let them know we care for them. And we want to partner with them to make sure the future is bright and productive for all of us. There's a quote, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And there's a scripture where Paul says, 
I became all things to all men that I might save some. Paul wasn't talking about sinning with people to get them saved. He meant engaging with people where they are and trying to understand them so you can reach them and save them. The older generation needs to approach millennials and other younger generations the same way, in my opinion. The Bible says people perish for a lack of knowledge, and in all of thy getting, we should get an understanding. Now, the same Bible that says the older woman should teach the younger woman says, let no one despise you for your youth. The same God who used David, who became king at 30 years of age, also used Abraham, who miraculously had a son at 100 years of age. The same Bible that tells children to honor their mother and father also tells parents to not provoke their children to anger. The truth is, while the younger generation needs the experience and the wisdom of the older generation, the older generation needs the boldness, the passion, the energy, the technological savvy, and the perspective of the younger generation. We all need each other because we all are interconnected. God created us to be relational. No generation is a throwaway. And the only way to bridge the gap between generations is to talk, listen, and learn from each other. And that happens in the context of relationship. We need to remember the older generation I'm talking about, that we were young once and we didn't always make the best decisions for our lives. And those of us who are Christians need to remember we weren't always saved. And we need repentance and we need forgiveness for things that we mess up even after becoming a follower of Christ. So we need to extend the same grace, mercy, gentleness, and patience we needed as a young person or an unsaved person. We need to extend that to our young people. Yes, their music, their dress, their preferences might be different than ours, but every generation had or did something that the older generation at that time did not approve of. That perspective will go a very long way in helping those who come after you. There's a scripture that tells us we should correct people with the understanding that we are also subject to the same temptations and sinful ways. So if God has placed a young person or any person in your path to mentor, to coach, to encourage, or to help in any way, do so with humility, kindness, and love, and extend grace and mercy to them, just like God does for you. Be a good steward of the opportunity you have been given to touch a person's life in a positive and meaningful way. Here's the thing I want to say in conclusion. If the older generation keeps shaking our heads and pointing our fingers at the younger generations, we will never get anywhere. At some point, we have to stop shaking our heads and stop pointing our fingers, and we have to sit down with them. We have to listen to them, and we have to validate their concerns, even if their issues aren't ours. You don't have to necessarily agree with them or endorse their behavior, but you should try to understand and show them that you care. You can't dismiss 
an entire generation because you don't like everything they do or every thought they think. And we have to have relationship, which is defined as a connection between two or more people. We have to interact with them. There's no way around that. We can lead them by example, but we also have to lead them by our hand and our heart. Bye for now.